Welcome to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast, where we share our real-life diary entries from the perspective of two hot wives. If you're keen to peek into our slutty diaries, hot wife exploration, and our sexy global adventures, then listen in. Hosted by me, Ozzy Kate, and my girlfriend, Mrs. Milford, we are just two hot wives living our best lives. Now, get comfy, take off your pants, and slide into our diaries, because have we got a story for you. Good everyone and welcome back to the Hot Wife Diaries podcast. I'm Ozzy Kate and I'm joined by my American Milfy friend, Mrs. Milford. Are you looking forward to another diary entry today, Mrs. Milford? Oh, I sure am. I cannot wait for this one. I got the key out in the little padlock. Actually, let's pause for a second. Do you remember those little diaries when you were young and they had the tiny little padlock on them with like the tiny little key and you could just... If you, you could totally just break into those. Do you remember those? Oh, 100%. You could just pull them apart, but it was still like the novelty of it. Yeah. It was special. Yeah. Yes. So, so I, I cracked mine because that's how easy it is to get me talking about sex. <laughs> Today, I'm going to be talking about some sexy lady playtime that I had recently. Don't worry. Number of hard cocks oh. in the room, definitely. Um, but I want to take a moment to talk about pussies. I love it. Before I give my travel updates and like what's updating, you know, with date updates and stuff, like what are you up to? You got any travel? Got any date? updates for me? Yeah. So super jealous because I still haven't got my girly girly date nailed down. She's got like a super complicated calendar and like I'm still waiting in the wings. I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm determined. So I can't wait for your diary entry. Tons of travel actually as of late. I've been domestically all over the place. was in Austin. Recently got back from Prague. Mm -hmm. So traveling over there and then I'm off to the Midwest again this week. So yeah. Are these like sexy? Are you mixing in like pleasure and travel? Are you like catching up with people when you're traveling? What's the what's the tea on that? Oh, 100%. So domestically, um, I've been fortunate to make a lot of friends domestically and to be able to incorporate playtime. Um, I think in our next episode, we'll talk about my trip to Austin, which I'm super excited about. And then we're, we'll see what happens in the Midwest. I'm going to Kansas City. Um, there is um, someone that I've been kind of courting back and forth. Like we've had this little cat and mouse game, but I don't know if it's coming to come to fruition that's part part of the the game right overseas in Prague no that was just me being a, a tourist and trying to immerse myself and everything plus there was a language barrier thing happening yeah which I struggled with like from a from a sexual attraction perspective um it took a while to get acclimated and then it was a quick turnaround we were only there for five days it is really interesting because obviously I, I travel a lot and when you, you talk do. about yes, that you do. language barrier if you are someone who's you know really sapiosexually love that conversation that that witty banter, mm-hmm. you're right, it can be a barrier to forming a connection that can be sexy. So I find that a lot of the times when you're traveling, it's kind of that wham, bam, hit it, ma'am kind of connection yes. rather than maybe something where you're like, oh, I'm forming this for other reasons. It's totally physical. It's like, I'm going to hit it and quit it. And then that's it. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, if I had to postulate like what I was worried about, if I could find a connection with somebody is I had trouble telling whether they were being serious or joking. Mm-hmm. Like hitting on the square and using like nouns differently. So like I would never be able to sleep with them because I wouldn't be able to take direction. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot (laughs) of elbowing in the face that happens in our play (laughs) sessions. (laughs) Oh, I I thought you meant kick you in the head. No, that's not a kink. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll stop doing that. I was going to say kinky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Travel updates for me. Aussie Kate officially is off to, I just got my nails done and um, they're all sparkly. Love it. Sexy. Thank you. I am officially off to a uh, swingers nude island tomorrow. So 600 other really horny people in the Croatian sunshine. I can't wait. Surrounded by like the sea and beautiful pools and people in costume and the whole thing. So I'm really keen on that. 
a date update. We finally got the chance to catch up with a single guy. I told you about him a couple of um, episodes ago, but we ended up uh-huh. having some scheduling issues. And he was the guy who suggested the location of the date. You and I were kind of talking about it where it's like, oh, he gets kind of, you know, gold stars already because he is proactively searching for where to catch up, which I find mm-hmm. very nice. So we go on the date. Nice. It was lovely. He's lovely. We're not too sure at this point if there's going to be more of a friendship connection or a sexual connection, kind of filling that out. But um, he also bought me a gift. Well, he bought us a gift because my husband was on the date with me. And so we went along for like a threesome date and we turn up and he has got this beautiful through a local company, like bath bombs and bath salts and moisturizers and perfumes and hand creams and like this beautiful big um, summertime bundle that he bought us oh my goodness yeah talk about being spoiled were you taken aback it's pretty rare for hot wives to get gifts now i know you're you've mentioned before that you've had guys buy you lingerie and i mentioned before i've had you know like listeners and and subscribers kind of gift you money to go and buy lingerie but this was very different this was like daytime date it was like noon and and he turned up with with a gift so yeah i was kind of taken a little bit aback i was like i don't know what to do with this but it was really lovely that is amazing i've never ever had that happen i i it's really touching because it, it was kind of for both of you too. Yes. So Yeah. Good one. I hope he got double points for that. Yeah, he did. So he was like, I know you're about to go on vacation to the island and this is going to like have you both smelling good and like, you know, get your skin all ready for it and everything else. So it was just a really thoughtful, kind gift. And he knows we just bought a house as well. So he knows like it would be great in our house. So yeah, it was a really, really thoughtful gift. So just kudos to that. But that's really the only like planned date that we have like in the immediate calendar. Um, I think after we get back from our holiday, we're probably going to start talking about more dates. I love it. I'm excited. You'll have to keep me posted. We had a little bit of a relaxing schedule with our episode releases both of us were traveling both of us were busy but definitely yeah. I'm gonna put my hand up there with like probably more on me than on you but as a result of that we've got some amazing reviews so I'm gonna read two and then I know I, sh- I shared with you some as well that maybe you can you know surprise us with on the next episode so I took this one because it was an Aussie and I thought, you know what, Mrs. Milford, this is me. I'm going to take this one. (laughs) But it's lovely. So it's five stars and it says just starting out and it says, hi, hot wives. You have created such an amazing podcast. Husband and I, that's coming from a lady, just started this lifestyle and are loving it. I had lost my mojo a bit and after finding you guys, it is definitely on its way back. Thank you for being so open and honest as it has helped me normalize this lifestyle in my own mind and answers so many questions I have. Thank you and keep it coming. And that was Fin Fin Finunu Finunu in Australia. Well done. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. I've actually gotten messages. There's a couple of people that have jumped over to my platform to subscribe and have mentioned, and it's the husband and the wife. Excellent. That to me is is amazing because it's it is an opportunity to to sit down and even if they never like take it to the next steps, like at least have those deeper conversations. Yeah. And ex- experience, you know, some of that sexual chemistry together. Yeah, and I think the bit there with the with her saying, like, I've lost my mojo a bit, and after finding it, like, they're mm-hmm. out, like to your point, they're communicating, they're talking about, it, and they're sharing the fantasies, and like they're getting all like hot and bothered. That's just um, amazing, and thank you very much. I, I, yeah, so I was I was um, a bit selfish there. I took the Australian the Australian review. My next one is from Dude Two One Three Three. Perfect Hot Wife Podcast, five stars, great stories, experiences shared in a perfect format, not dragged out. As Kate says, down and. Down 
dirty, not focusing on upselling anything, advertising, wasting your precious time. Thank you. Don't let the cockold title scare you in a couple Ooh. of the episodes. It's focused on pleasuring the ladies, not humiliating the hubby who is more of a supporting and participating cast member. Yes, he is. And I know Milford's got a Correct. story about that. <laughs> uh, it seems more stag vixen when playing in MFM threesome formats. Great job, ladies. Keep it up. Thank you, dude. 2133. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I think a lot of, I think the cuck is like genre sometimes gets a bad rap for especially people don't know they think like it it surrounds humiliation and it really doesn't like maybe that's a subset Mm, I mean, yeah. you and I have talked, probably talked about that at nauseum, not just on the podcast, but ancillary just out here in the yeah. wild. So yeah, it does because I think you know, especially a couple of years ago when uh, you know the term "cuck" started really being thrown around in business. You know, remember? Do you remember that mm-hmm. when that really started yes. kind of happen? And that was that kind of that finance oh, yeah. bro boys kind of mentality where it's like, "Oh, you're a cuck," and I think people do assume. Yeah, it's like fratire. Yeah, like it's fratire. It's, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't always need to have that humiliation aspect. And I know I know definitely both of our partners are very happy to hear about and sometimes participate in our, our diary entry. So Oh yeah. <laughs> Here's a really good segue. Speaking of pussies. <laughs> I love pussy. <laughs> It's a great segue. Do you like how I did that? Smooth. You know what I mean? Smooth <laughs> as a pussy. <laughs> just the puns are just going to come out today. I'm in a wild mood. It. I just got back. I rode my bike home after my nail salon appointment. I rode, I got almost pulled over by the police. So the police also ride bikes here. And I happened to be. You were speeding? No, I was on my phone. And the police dude ro- rode up next to me and he was like, um, excuse me. No, I was, I was only changing. Guys, calm down. I was not like texting and writing. I was just changing a song on Spotify. I was like, I want to, I want to like get into it on my way home because I knew we were going to catch up. And and he pulls up next to me and he was like, no. I was like, oh my God, sorry, sir. I didn't know that you could be on your phone and your bicycle. I get, I mean, it's a primary mode of transportation where you live. So I guess that makes sense that there's a lot of traffic out there. Yeah, exactly. It does make sense. I kind of thought it might be the case. I didn't really know for sure. But anyway, I, I digress. Let's let's talk about pussies. <laughs> but also if you were late because you were getting fondled by someone in uniform, I wouldn't have been mad at you. <laughs> he was really attractive too, actually. <laughs> he was y- younger on his push bike, like really toned. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. Meanwhile, I'm still texting, staring at him. His eyes like pull me over. <laughs> All right, back to pussies. Back I to pussies. Yes, I know that you were you were recently asking me about uh, my play, and I joked and said how my husband was like, "Oh, you haven't played with the lady in ages," and I was like, "Except for two days ago." But okay, so we had a a very nice session recently and like I said in the intro there were hard cocks in the room this wasn't just her and I but there was a very large element of her and I play in this greater play session so there was actually four of us in the room but I'm really going to focus on her so um, love it First of all, we had a, uh, a sauna. So they actually have a sauna in their boudoir. They have a dedicated sex room and they happen to have a sauna in there. So I was like coming out of the sauna and I could already hear that my partner was actually playing with her. So there was kind of a yoni massage situation happening and I could hear it and I was like, that's it. I'm getting out of the sauna. Like clearly something's going on in this next room that I want to be a part of. So I, I come out and we're all focusing on her. So we had her lie on her stomach and we I at my suggestion, I was like, let's do a six-handed massage, right? And it's a really nice way to kind of ease the play session in. Dude, if you, I, 
if I got a massage every time, the answer would be yes. Yeah. Like you, that's an easy yes for me. But can I ask you a quick question? Yoni, you said like a yoni massage. I think I know what it is, but can you kind of explain that to me a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So a yoni massage is something that my husband learned a couple of years. He actually went to a course on this. And I've oh, also, really? yeah, and it's something that I've also done some um, courses on as well. And it's basically trying to trigger all the pleasure points outside and inside of your vulva, basically. So rather than just kind of going for the clit, rather than just sucking on the clit or kind of moving your thumb in a, I don't know, anti-clockwise, you know, situation on the clit or entering and doing the kind of come hither with your two, your two fingers. A yoni massage is really taking the time to focus on all the pleasure points of the vulva, inside, outside, yoni, everything, the whole thing. Love it. Yeah. And so it really starts with kind of massaging your outer labia and kind of really just, you know, hitting that, like I said, hitting those pleasure points, taking your time. And so the intention then is that at the end of the yoni massage, where whether she comes or not, most of the time it's a yes, but whether she comes or not, it's like <laughs> she's ready and begging and gagging for more. I remember the first time I had a proper yoni massage and my pussy was that just hot and ready that I could feel mm. the pulsing that I needed something to be I needed something inside of me. Like I was just gagging for it. And that's to me kind of what a yoni massage is. So yeah, you start on the kind of the outer, you know, the outer labia and you just kind of massage them. Great to use lube with. And then you just start moving your way around and then you kind of tease the clit. You don't go near the clit to start with. You take your time around it to the point where you, if you start to like just lightly brush over the top of the clit, you can see the reaction from the person that you're giving the yoni massage to. My toes are doing this counterclockwise thing just listening and I'm like yeah that sounds like the ticket I like yeah, where yeah. this is going it's nice and it's just like a, a just a really sexy time it allows the person that you're with the pussy owner to just really focus on their pleasure mm-hmm. and of course I mean sexy. It's, it's a lovely view for the person that's actually doing it as well like this is not like the other person's just taking all the pleasure in it I really like it as well I love giving people pleasure so it's like fantastic Nice. She was getting ready to get a yoni massage. So by the time I came out, so the six of us started uh, massaging her with oil. And um, have you ever had a Nuru massage before? I don't think so. I've had a tantric massage. I don't know if that's similar. So there's all these really good. This is this is like turning from a sexy to an educational. But bear with me. I'll get there. A Nuru massage is where you use your body to massage the other person's body. Yes. So they did that in our tantric session, which was probably one of the wildest experiences I've ever had. I had sex for three hours and had no idea afterwards. Was it with you and a, a guy, or was it with you and a girl who did that? Me and a girl. See. Okay. So yeah. for the listeners out there, and I know you can you can probably add some color to this too, Mrs. Milford. You can help me with my story. But you basically lube up and you use your entire body and your breasts and everything to completely rub yourself on the other person. And it's so sexy with that. And she's still on her front, mind you. So I'm actually massaging her back and her ass, which she's been like, Mm -hmm. she's been working that booty lately. And I'm just like massaging her with my entire body. And so sensually, I can feel my tits, my nipples rubbing all up and down her. And then obviously, like I can feel her ass and like my pussy again is getting really excited. And I'm coming from behind her so I kind of go over the top of her shoulders and I start kissing her neck and then move my lips around to her as I'm massaging her with my whole body that's so hot and correct me if I'm wrong it starts to feel like this there's this level like once you are both really relaxed and like 
very, very present in it. It's very fluid. And you can literally, like you called out your nipples and like specific area points, like where you felt more or less pressure as you're pressing your body against theirs. And it's almost like you're melding, but it's so erotic that even though like my pussy and my clit aren't being directly stimulated, it's probably one of the hottest foreplay sessions I've ever had because you are taking your time and it is about those pressure points and being uber present, like in that moment. And it, it still feels good. It didn't matter if it was a shoulder, a boob, a hip, or like the back of the thigh, like just that skin to skin contact and over such a large surface area. Like it, again, top three most erotic moments of my life. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like you you hit the nail on the head. You're not necessarily like going for gold, so to speak, and like touching Mm -hmm. somebody's pussy directly. But, you know, yes, I was kissing her. And yes, I was kind of, you know, I was was in the more dominant position because, again, she was on her stomach and I was on top of my weight was on her. Mm -hmm. But I think that that power dynamic too, she really, really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that. You know what I mean? And I was coming over the top and I was really like deep kissing her. And so from her perspective, like she can feel my weight she can feel you know the roundness yeah. of my breasts and like my mm-hmm. my hips and my thighs and like everything else and, and just and stuff like your hair like it's crazy like I don't think of a woman's hair as something that is sexually appetizing for me but in a moment like that I mean it's the the different sensation between like a touch with your fingers pressure of your body or like the wisp of the hair like going across true, just the yeah. different levels of sensation it's like it's mind-blowing absolutely mind-blowing yeah because you start to really focus on like everything that's happening I think when 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 you take the your shift off of like okay someone's touching my clit or like a cock sliding in anatomy whatever when you take the focus on that I find that yeah you are a little bit more present with these things so you're right like the hair brushing up it's kind of like even when a lady is um, going down on you and she sort of moves up and you can feel her hair kind of brush against your inner thigh it's the same mm-hmm. kind of sensation like it all really really adds to it so we're, mm-hmm. we're doing this for a little while and then we decide okay it's my turn so I, I'm now the center of attention. And instead of me being on my stomach, like she was, she was like, go on your back. Right. So now like mm-hmm. my boobs are in the air and like my pussy's exposed and everything else. And now it's her time. Like she wants to now be, I guess, in the more dominant position. And so she starts playing with me using her fingers. And again, by this time, like both of us are like ready to go. You know what I mean? Because we've had this like slow, sensual kind of build up. Oh, um, I bet you were dripping. Yeah, both of us <laughs> if were like, I know you. Yeah, yeah, like just ready, ready to <laughs> rock and roll. And so there wasn't any like, okay, you know, spending extra time or worried about that. So she starts playing with me with her fingers and stuff like that. And then she starts going down on me. And nice. we had this just great connection. And I did have other people playing with me. But again, I don't really want to focus on the other people in the room. I really want to focus on her and I. So her and I have had this connection, you know, we've had the yoni massage, I've been kissing her and then it's now my turn and she starts going down on me and again I kind of get that flooding of sensations where I'm like I don't really know where I am that doesn't really matter like I have no idea Mm -hmm. if it's daytime if it's nighttime I have no idea about what's happening in the outside world like there could be things going on outside and I could not care because I'm totally absolutely focused on the sensations and allowing your pussy to actually feel every single thing that's happening and so she is uh you know kind of sucking on again my labia like focusing on the outside focusing on my labia for a little bit and then she starts just sucking on my clit and just that woman's kind of going down on you where it's sensual but knowing when to put the pressure on do you know mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like some ladies when they're going down on you they can be like too light with their tongues mm-hmm. and other yep. ones you know other people can be really rough so i find sometimes with ladies they can be a little bit too soft where i'm like actually i need pressure but she was mm-hmm. on top of it she knew when she was 
was being, you know, just like a little bit wispy and kind of like really sensual. And then other times where she was putting a lot of pressure with her tongue on my clit and I mm-hmm. was just, I came, it was so fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, did you, did you come just from like the clit stimulation or was she like doubling down with a little vaginal play? Cause I find that I can do like any combination of the three, one, the other, or both. And sometimes if I have both like whole, so you better be pretty strong because that <laughs> orgasm, like, and I've, I've been doing squats. So like that orgasm, like you, my hip just like thrusts up. It's crazy. She wasn't using as much kind of finger come hither play as maybe what my partner mm-hmm. does. So when my partner and I play went in, it's just like a yoni massage. If, if I, if cause sometimes I'll just say to him, Hey, I just want a yoni massage and I want you to make me come. And that's it. That's our play session. There's no reciprocation expected. Mm-hmm. And so with him, he does go heavy on the finger usage. And I really like that about him. I like the masculine energy of his fingers with the come hither motion. And when I'm coming then, very different to like, yeah, just a clitoral. So mm-hmm. for this one, it was just absolute clitoral, um, clitoral nice. simulation, which was lovely. Nice. It was absolutely perfect. Could not, could not fault it. And, um, and then so her and I were then kissing afterwards and kind of caressing each other in that like post-coital kind of really sexy still ready to go and again at this point like nobody's penetrated each other at all (laughs) yeah is it crazy at that moment did you feel like okay those appetizers were really good yes yeah exactly (laughs) and sometimes like sometimes that's that's perfect and that's good like if we go to a club and i just have that female interaction sometimes Mm -hmm. i'm like okay i'm done like i might just now watch other people maybe i don't really want to carry this forward but in that circumstance like that was absolutely fantastic and i had a really great time and i i came definitely i was like okay what's next like it kind of left me hungry for more um not that i wasn't oh, yeah. not that i wasn't satisfied it was just more that like i want more of this it was like okay i've had my appetizer like now where's my main and my dessert and you know my digestive <laughs> and like my espresso like i want all of the things please yes keep it coming yeah i think if in any place we're allowed to be greedy it's sex mm-hmm. especially when you start off with a bang like that when it's really good you're just you've set the stage for more yes it, you really you really do and like um you know sometimes toys come out to play as well we actually didn't have any toys in this session her and mm, i have that's had, interesting yeah her and i have had toys in the past and actually we went to dinner um two nights ago and uh, we were talking about strap-ons and i just said oh you know blah 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 strap-on and she said i've never tried a strap-on and i was like well and this was in a fine dining restaurant we were having <laughs> this is a really nice restaurant. I was, like, I was like you haven't had a strap on like how, how do you feel like that just you know asking hashtag asking for a friend <laughs> but she's actually going to an all girls um swingers club event at the end of the month and i can't go because i'm away in croatia so i'm a little bit sad pander about that but <laughs> but um i figure you know she's kind of leading the charge so she's going to go and come back and report back and then we're going to go to the next one that they have i love it yeah you'll Maybe she'll let you tell some of the diary story on that one because I don't know that it's a kink, but there's something about when I've met a, a bi girl that wants to play and she tells me she's never used a strap on. There's part of me that it like squeals on the inside. I'm like, you don't have to, but can I please be I your first? Like, I just, I, I want to, I want to be there for this. That was kind of my thoughts as well, actually. You know, I, I didn't want to pressure as well, but equally, I was like, please say yes. Why is that so hot? Like, know. that turns me on. Yeah. That turns me on to if a girl would like me to be her first like whether it's give receive or both is that just with strap-ons or is it just in general like if you've got somebody who's maybe bi-curious um, and they were interested in playing with you for their first you get that same kind of sexual rush or is it just from that maybe power shift of 
um, a strap on. I think it's the power shift. So I I like being with girls who have an established bisexuality. Mm -hmm. I don't mind like being there for the exploration, but it doesn't have the same level or same type of turn on as it does in the other where they're already established. And that's something they're looking to do. Like they've, they've decided they're they're bisexual to some degree and want to explore that mm-hmm. then it's like yeah like my toes are still going again like yay do you get the same <laughs> sensation from like a double-ended dildo somebody doing that with you the first time as you were with a strap on or is it yes okay yes all right or scissor like like legit scissory like anything that's in that genre that they're like i've never done this and i'm like Dirty Milford will, Mommy Milford will help you. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Okay, my next question is, the first time that you put a strap on on, you helicoptered, right? Hell yeah, I slapped myself in the thigh is more like it, but yeah. <laughs> you were just like shaking it backwards and forwards. <laughs> like, yeah, you're trying to figure it out. And you do the whap whap thing. And those things, sometimes they're pretty heavy oh, yeah. and that hurts. Yeah. Like, I don't know how guys do that, but absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I jiggled around and tried to helicopter. My partner tells that story fondly. I was playing with a lady and I put my strap on on and the first thing I did was like, woo, you know, and uh, <laughs> and the guys in the room were like, we get in so much trouble every time we do that. And every time we see a lady put on a strap on, the first thing they do is like, woo, you know, with a <laughs> helicopter and their dick all over the place. I'm like, yes, but we don't get out of the shower with our strap on on and then kind of you know, dance, flicking it forward all the time. We don't do that. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. Never done that. Never taken my strap on in the shower, actually, now that I think about it. I've washed them in the shower, but I have never taken them in the shower. I got to add that to the list. Why have I not had shower strap on sex? Yeah. That's got to happen now. (laughs) That's a good point. Like most of the strap on sex I think I've had has probably been in, you know, quote unquote, like regular places. Whereas like when you're mm-hmm. with when you're with somebody who has a cock, you know, you're fucking all over the place. Like you're fucking in the kitchen, you're mm-hmm. fucking in the shower, you're fucking over the edge of the yeah. sink while you're brushing your teeth, like whatever. But it's yeah. pretty rare, I guess, to have a strap on and do those kinds of play. That's a really interesting thing you just brought up, actually. Yeah. Have you ever had strap on sex with more than one chick in the same room? No, no, I haven't actually. I haven't, I've had a threesome. One of us had a strap on on with two other girls and that's probably, but it's all, like you said, it's always been in a bed. Like I'm rolling that over. It's always been a bed or a bedroom. Like Mm. I've never even had like strap on sex like in a living room. Like I think that's always been the stage. So now I'm going to have it stuck in my head that I have to break that mold. Yeah. But I will say that having, I think, strap-on sex with three girls, like, that was really, really hot. Like, having a threesome and one of us having a strap-on. I think you could get away with two of us having a, a strap-on, maybe. Like, that that could be a thing. But if that's not on your list, I highly, highly recommend wow. it. So you had, so say... It- if you were playing with one of the ladies, was the other lady then like, I'm just trying to think of like if it, the scenario, if there was like a, say an MFM or whatever, or mm-hmm. an, or like two ladies and a guy, like were you yeah. like fucking her and then the other lady was sitting on her face? Is that kind of the position that you guys? What happened was, is I, I was getting fucked and like the third girl, she was kind of supported, like licking, touching, rubbing, grabbing, groping, stroking, like of any, and she was so freaking good at it that it, just like in the moments when you're about to like climax to know that there's an extra set of hands like lips and whatnot like really threw me over the edge it was a it was a different kind of orgasm where it was it was strong and and wonderful but it held on like Mm -hmm. a little longer than it normally would just because like it like landed and then stuck it it's the best thing I can use to describe it it was amazing and not to mention the girl that had this wrap on was like she was in playboy 
like back in the day. So wow. like psychologically, I was I was so all into this. Wow, you're right though. Yeah, when when I'm getting ready to come, if there's multiple people in the room playing, there is something mm-hmm. to be said about that, you know, I guess wing person that is like doing all the extra. Again, it's like there's mm-hmm. sprinkles on the ice cream, right? So somebody uh-huh. might be fucking you, going down on you with their fingers in you. And again, like that's kind of the trifecta. Yeah. But then if somebody's then like sucking on your nipples, kissing you, a little bit of pressure around the neck, like centrally touching you. And just even I find like if if I've got somebody going down on me and then the extra person is kind of rubbing their hands from the top of my hip bone all the way up and then like teasing my nipples and then goes in for a really deep kiss, that sort of thing. Like that is that's the money right there. <laughs> Is, is it, would it be apt to describe it as like the right amount of overstimulation? Oh uh, yeah, it is. It is. And I think, okay. I think that's what it happens. It's like you, there's so many senses going off at the one time, you know, and sometimes um, like sens- sensual and sensor um, deformation play can be really, really sexy. But I think in that scenario, like I like it. I'm like more, 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 you know what I mean? Like somebody's going down to me. I'm like, I'm going to come. And then somebody comes in with a deep kiss and then like the pressure or whatever. And I'm like, okay, there I go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it it's good stuff is there a chance we'll be looking forward to more stories with her because now i'm really invested in like this, this, this girly dialogue yeah we do need to talk a little bit more about the strap on play but definitely after she comes and reports back on how the uh girl only basically orgy party is gonna go down at the club like i'm keen to find out more about about that too and just kind of using a little bit more toys with her and kind of exploring that side. I'm also really keen for some uh, side-by-side toy masturbation with her. Like that's definitely on my to-do list. I'd really like to do that. Yeah, just kind of have some nice wine and, you know, just get out some toys and kind of have a little bit of a like side-by-side masturbation with toys uh, play. That's like definitely on my bucket list with her. Yeah. Now, if you as you envision this, are you guys like heads up? both on the pillow or are you kind of like transverse where one of you is like looking up and kind of has like the POV or both? I think both. Yeah. Like when I first think about it, I'm like heads on the pillow, but not like directly just ever so slightly shifted. So you can kind of get more of the visual. So slightly on a diagonal, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can definitely see some of that. Yeah. That kind of, uh, we used to call it top and tails, you know, like top and tails. I can imagine, yeah. I can imagine that kind of um, visual as, as well, maybe yeah. with like your, your back kind of slightly arched up. So you've got more of a, or of a visual, but I also want to be fair and I want to do a pussy rating because I know we do cock ratings out of five. <gasps> I love that. Yes. This pussy, I'm actually going to give it a four and a half. And the reason I'm going to give it a four and a half is actually not just her play. She's got a beautiful pussy to start with, like absolutely gorgeous pussy, but she's also unapologetically um, sensual and sexual with it. And the fact that Mm -hmm. she also loves giving as well as receiving, definitely, you know what I mean? But I think we'd have to have like a different category for bisexual play, right? Because it's like sometimes when you play with a lady, she might prefer giving rather than receiving. But the reason she gets this is because she has all of those things going for her. And I've also seen her be multi-orgasmic and she can definitely take a cock. That's why she gets a four and a half because again, bisexual play, she gets it all. (laughs) She's very well-rounded. Exactly, correct. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So you said she had a beautiful pissy. What made it beautiful for you? So, I mean, well, it's attached to her for starters. I just find yeah. her, I find her very attractive. She is, she's very tall. She has very long hair. She is um, more slender and she is um, sexy. Every time I go out, even if it's just a dinner, she's kind of wearing that 
lingerie, but on the outside. So she'll wear a really nice like lingerie piece, maybe under some like really cute shorts or something like that. So she is gorgeous. And I kind of, for me, that makes everything on her very attractive, right? (laughs) But she also, you know, she's clean, she's clean shaven and she just really has, it's just really proportionate for her body. Like it looks exactly like it it fits like whoever was making her at the time was like oh going through the drawer of all the pieces and we're like this one is the perfect pussy and attached it to her <laughs> you know i like that her clit is not like way too difficult to find as well you know it's mm-hmm. it's there i can see it it's cute as a button so yeah th- those are the things that she has going for her i love it sorry my my dirty mind is just <laughs> on point now i love it but yeah, that's that's my diary story from Girly Play. So we're going to get wrapping up on this episode. And next up, you're going to share a story about um, some hot wifing with a friend, but then you're going to focus a little bit more on kind of that reconnection sex, right? I am. I think I'm going to do equal parts because um, this this diary entry, I mean, he, he deserves recognition Ooh. for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a really neat experience tied to it that I want to share with everyone to kind of give a little insight um, into the experience as a whole. What happens behind uh, Hot Wife Closed Doors? Yes, exactly. All right, guys. Well, that has been episode 14 of the Hot Wife Diaries podcast. I'm, of course, Aussie Kate and joined by my co-host again, Mrs. Milford. And we hope that you liked the episode and we'll see you on the next diary story. Love you. Bye. It's the end of today's diary entry, but don't worry. We will be back very soon with even more hot wife diary entries and antiques in two weeks in the meantime if you miss us why not leave us a podcast review or check out our website for even more juicy fun from us you can find me at aussiekate.com and my girlfriend at mrsmilford.com if you're feeling especially frisky check out the show notes we've dropped them all in there for you until next entry shh